Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. You know, when you go through tough times like this, maybe it makes you a better team. You know, for Connor and for Dreisaitl, those guys have had uh, nice careers, and they've hit a little bump in the road, and it's going to make them better, it's going to make them stronger, and it's going to make them great people. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Malala. This is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of office printers and copiers. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot now, Bob Stopper on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 6.30 Shed. Could have been the whiskey, might have been the gin, could have been the three or four six packs, I don't know, but look at the mess I'm Yes, that goes out to uh, Vegas after their big win last night. I'm sure everyone uh, in Vegas partying after, partying after that big uh, win over Winnipeg last night. A heck of a hockey game. Wow. And I'm sure they're partying over in uh, Denmark as well. Uh, Canada is after a 5-4 overtime win over Russia. As Canada now moves on to the semifinals, Connor McDavid, three assists in that game for Canada. He assisted on the uh, overtime winner. A beautiful dish to uh, Ryan O'Reilly in the slot on the power play. Darnell Nurse actually uh, drew the penalty in overtime. Are the uh, Of course, Canada, I almost said the Oilers. There are three Oilers on the team, but uh, they went on to win. And uh, Nugent Hopkins as well scored in that game for Canada. He will join us. Here very shortly on the program from Denmark. We also have uh, Louis DeBrusque on the show today at 12.35. He is our regular Thursday contributor. And at 105, Mark Spector will join us from Vegas after the Golden Knights held on to win Game 3. Marc-Andre Fleury last night, unbelievable. Absolutely robbing Mark Shifley twice late in the third period to help Vegas close out that victory. To me, that series has seven games written all over it. It was close last night. 
the team that's uh, scored first in that series has won every game, and uh, we'll see if that trend continues on Friday. Oilers Now, as always, is brought to you by Digitex. Ched uses Digitex for their copiers and printers, and the service is excellent. They now sell supplies for all brands of printers at Big Savings, digitexsupplies.ca. You can call on our Oilers Now hotline at 780-496-0063. Brought to you by the River Creek Resort and Casino. They have Nazareth on August 10th. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. We may have time for open line at uh, 1.35, and this will tie into our topic today on the program, and that is what are the Oilers going to do to improve their D? Uh, some rumblings yesterday from uh, Ryan Rashog, who is dialed in, saying that uh, perhaps the Oilers would go big game hunting to improve their D. Uh, Bob Stoffer tweeting out last night that uh, that's not likely the case. So we'll get into that as we move along on the program today. Dustin Kaufman is making his uh, Oilers Now debut today behind uh, the glass. Dustin, how are you doing? Good, how are you? Not bad at all. You're now... We've never actually talked sports together, so I don't know. Are you a big Oiler fan? What? Who do you cheer for? I'm a fan, but I don't know anything oh. about sports. Well, okay. <laughs> well, that's great that you're on Oilers now then. So uh, <laughs> I show all about sports. Uh, but yes, you're helping out today, so we appreciate that. And uh, we'll try to bring you in uh, on occasion to, to chime in if we're not talking about the Oilers. So it's all good. Thanks for helping out, man. Uh, what's your Twitter handle, by the way? Uh, at Dustin Kaufman, C-O, the letter, uh, the number O, F-F-M-A-N. Oh, Kaufman was taken, so you had to use... Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, you can follow us on Oilers now as well, at Bob underscore Stoffer. Bob, of course, in Disneyland. He'll be back on Tuesday. Monday will be a best of show here on Oilers now, or follow me at, at Brendan Ulrich. Every uh, Tuesday on Oilers now, it's uh, Stoffer Inspector. Brought to you by Horse Racing Alberta, HRA, live racing at Northlands this Saturday. Spec, of course, covering the playoffs, so it's every Tuesday and Thursday. Mark Spector on Oilers now. So, do the Oilers go big game hunting to improve their D? I would say that is not likely going to happen. I'm sure Peter Shrelly is uh, exploring all his options right now. I'm sure, in theory, he would love to add a big-name right-shot you know, defenseman that can run the power play. Bob Stoffer tweeted this out yesterday. Rumors of the Oilers closing in on a blockbuster deal at this time would be greatly exaggerated, in my opinion. This might be an off-season where less is more. I asked uh, Craig Simpson about that on uh, Oilers Now yesterday, and here's what he had to say about uh, the route the Oilers should take to improve their D this offseason. Well, you know what? I think what you've seen around the league is it's rare that you're able to make a big splash. Like, if you look in reality, are, are the Oilers in a, in a financial place or even uh, a destination that you could go to John Carlson and say, you know, would you like to have a right-handed big shot there on the – on the blue line as an unrestricted free agent, you'd probably say, yeah, but I'm not sure you have in your uh, in your cap, in your team, uh, the resources to do that. So, um, you know, there's a look out there that says, would that solve a problem? You know, I think he's good enough defensively that he'd be helpful. He'd obviously really add an offensive edge and a power play edge that this team doesn't have. I'm not sure it's in the cards. I'm not sure that Carlson. You know, an American guy, not sure he's really looking to come to Canada to play either. So my guess is, Brendan, that you're going to have to tweak and you're going to have to add guys. You're going to have to hope some young players 
that you maybe give her uh, an opportunity to fill in. I think that's the one thing that the salary cap world has really shown is that some players, look at Nashville. Nate Schmidt was a healthy scratch 22 times last night or last year for the Washington mm-hmm. Capitals, and now he's on a shutdown D in the Western Conference Final. You know, there are times where players just need the opportunity, they need the uh, support, and they need to go through some of the lumps to get to that level of playing, and I think that's the tact you're probably going to have to take. So I would agree with uh, what Craig Simpson had to say. He says some minor tweaks. Uh, perhaps you you hope a guy like Benning takes a big step. Uh, Nurse, of course, took a step last year. You hope Sekera gets back to form. You hope Clefbaum stays healthy all season. So maybe that's not the sexy answer to the problem, but here's the issue. The Oilers don't really have a lot to trade right now. And to me, the most important thing for Peter Shrelly this offseason is is not to lose a trade. You cannot afford to lose a trade right now. Uh, So what's out there? I don't know. It sounds like Arizona is uh, close to locking up Ekman Larson long-term. You would expect that to happen. We've heard rumblings of Ristolainen out of Buffalo. If that costs you Clefbaum in the 10th overall pick, there's no chance on making that trade. So that's what we've heard so far. We don't know what other deal will be out there. But to me... You can't just make a trade for the sake of making one to improve the D. And, uh, you know, robbing your left side to improve the right are taking out a forward to improve the D right now. I mean, your trade assets are Ryan Nugent Hopkins, who you don't want to trade. He's too valuable. Oscar Clefbaum, who you would, could trade in theory for a right shot guy, but that's risky because what's Clefbaum's value at right now? I don't know. I don't know how other GMs see him after a tough year where he was injured. But to me, he's more valuable than maybe another team would see from him after this past season. So that would be risky. Paul the RV, you could trade him, I guess, in theory. But to me, there's no way I'm trading Paul the RV at all because you don't know what he is going to uh, be in two years. And right now, his uh, value is probably pretty low. Well, not low, but not what you would, would expect to you know get in return for a third overall pick two years ago. So... He's young. I think the Oilers need to stay patient with Poliarvi and see if he breaks out this season or next season. Still lots of time for him to make that happen. So you're likely thinking, okay, well, if you're not going to trade anyone, then how do the Oilers get any better? Well, one, I said not losing a trade would be big this offseason. Um, you would hope that the revamped coaching staff helps some of the younger players uh, improve next year. I mean, you do have Matt Benning as a right-shot option. I think he will uh, take a step forward this season. He has some offense uh, to his game as well. Um, Larson is there on the right side. You've signed uh, Joel Parson, apparently, out of uh, Sweden, a 24-year-old right-shot guy who will come in and compete for a spot. You have Ethan Bear in the minors. You also have the 10th overall pick, so you could be adding a, a right-shot guy there. Of course, that will take a year or two, likely, for him to have an impact on the NHL roster. So... I don't know. I, I've struggled with this because people have asked me, well, Brennan, you don't want to trade Nuge. You don't want to trade Clefbaum. You don't want to trade the 10th overall pick. The reason I don't want to trade the 10th overall pick is because, well, there may be an expansion draft, and I also have a lot of faith in Keith Gretzky stepping up to uh, the podium on, at the draft and 
landing uh, or, you know, picking the right player for the Oilers in that spot. And the Oilers need a right shot guy. There are a number of guys there. So why not just draft and develop that guy so that problem will be solved for a number of years moving forward? So how do they get better, I guess? That's what I want to ask you. At 135 on the program, you can call us at 780-496-0063 or text us 630-630. We'll dig deeper into that. A lot of texts already coming in on that subject. Once again, Bob Stoffer tweeting out last night. Rumors of the Oilers closing in on a blockbuster deal at this time would be greatly exaggerated in my opinion. This might be an offseason where less is more. To about last night, what a game it was. Vegas through the kitchen sink at, or Winnipeg rather, through the kitchen sink at Vegas, Mark Shifley just flying all over the ice in the third period. Lane was uh, looking very dangerous as well. He had a goal post. Uh, Vegas, though, they scored first in the game, a tough start for Winnipeg. It seems like any time Winnipeg, you know, answers back with a goal, Vegas responds right after. Here's uh, Alex Tuck making it 3-1 for Vegas. Dennis Bayak with a call. Heel cuts in on the offside. Save on the short side by Hellebuck. Center. Gets it through for Kyle Connor for Wheeler around the boards of the Vegas zone for Shifley. Shifley to Wheeler. Wheeler spins, fires it wide. Kyle Connor off the backside. Score! Another goal for Mark Shifley as the Winnipeg Jets strike 18 seconds in. And it's back to a one-goal game. It's 3-2. Shifley a backhander. Marc-Andre Fleury may have got a piece of that. Wheeler's on it again. Cross ice. Oh, what a save. Shifley the rebound. Oh, another save. Marc-Andre Fleury robs Mark Shifley twice in a matter of seconds to keep this a one-goal game. Well, the second one was probably the most amazing because literally he hurled himself cross-crease to his left, just got his glove on it. Unbelievable by Marc-Andre Fleury. What a game last night. Mark Shifley, great for the Jets. Marc-Andre Fleury, a little bit better last night. Shifley beat him twice in the game, but he couldn't get the hat trick late. The Jets were going there in the third period. It was exciting to watch. Um, to me, this series is likely going to go to seven games, and I hope it does because uh, the series has been uh, fantastic so far, and I expect more of that uh, moving forward. But Vegas, man, Jonathan Marshall last night rolls in with a Lamborghini with uh, Vegas colors, Vegas born on the side. He parks uh, right by the arena, strolls in, and scores 35 seconds into the game. That's pretty cool. Uh, Jonathan Marcheseau becoming a superstar in uh, Vegas after uh, coming over from the Florida Panthers through the expansion draft process. So he's been good. Marc-Andre Fleury last night, unbelievable low. And uh, we'll see if uh, the Jets have an answer for him in uh, game number four. Team Canada winning earlier today in overtime, 5-4. 
We'll talk with uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins here after a short time out on Oilers Now. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports Certificate of Authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, Pro-Am Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca. This is Milan Lucic from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. 12:22 in Edmonton. Brendan Allred, go with you. We head out to Denmark right now. I taped this uh, interview prior to the show, but it was uh, just after Canada knocked off Russia with a 5-4 overtime victory. Connor McDavid three assists for Canada. Ryan Nugent Hopkins a goal, and I uh, just asked him about uh, the back and forth of the game and how Canada was able to uh, prevail in the end. An emotional game. I mean. Uh... I think we had four four leads, so it's uh, you definitely get excited when we score, and they they fired right back. So uh, it was a hard fought game all the way through, and um, we just we stuck with it and uh, ended up with a big power play goal. Yeah, what were you guys thinking? Because you had uh, the nothing lead, of course, and then they uh, they started to come on. Were you guys trying to lock it down late when uh, Tura scored the go ahead goal, or were you just uh, thinking we might need to score another one here to maybe go up by two? Um, I mean, we wanted to keep pushing and play the same way, but of course, you don't want to uh, you don't want to give up too many chances and stuff. So uh, we, we we wanted to close things off a little bit, but definitely uh, not really change the way that we play, or else that's when you start getting pushed back. And um, I mean, they just there's a high high skilled goal that they had to to tie it up. So not a whole lot you can do there, but um, I mean, overall, we just stuck with it every time they they fired back. It's easy. It's easy to kind of let them take the game over, but uh, I think we did a great job tonight of just sticking with it, and uh, every time they pushed, we pushed harder. Uh, talk about your goal there on the power play, uh, a pass there from uh, McDavid, and uh, you one-timed at home. Uh, yeah, I just uh, kind of broken play at, at, to start it, and um, Connor had the puck, and I tried to find that seam because I know that he, he likes looking for that seam, so... Uh, I got it and just tried to put it in my spot and uh, lucky enough it went in. It's interesting because usually you might want a right shot guy there on the power play to one-time it, but uh, you're, of course, a left shot. So any adjustment that uh, you needed to make there on that play? Um, well, I, I played a lot of the year actually over on that side, so um, I'm, I'm used to that side. Uh, it, it is a little bit different than playing on your one-timer side, but I think it's better for shooting like that. So, um it's a, it's a different angle when you get it and you have to turn and shoot. Um, but uh, I'm kind of working on that. And earlier in the tournament, uh, I had quite a few chances like that, and they just weren't going in. So I'm um, just happy that one uh, went in at the right time. Chatting with the Oilers forward, Ryan Nugent Hopkins here on Oilers Now. Brendan Ulrich with you. Um, let's just talk about your line's chemistry. Of course, uh, you finished the, the year on a line with McDavid here with the Oilers. And, uh, you know, that chemistry clearly showing up this tournament as well. On the big ice, though, it's a little bit different. Uh, I know 
you guys can all skate with uh, your line, but uh, is there any adjustments, I guess, being on bigger ice than the, at the NHL, and how does it help you guys with all your speed? Um, this is definitely an adjustment. I mean, it's, it's a little bit different game. I mean, uh, a lot of the teams try to keep you to the outside, and they pack pack in tight around the middle, so uh, you, you feel like you play with the puck all night. And um, But you, it's tough to really penetrate that uh, the inside and get a lot of chances from in tight. So um, I think as the tournament has gone on, we've kind of learned and adjusted to that and just kept things simpler and uh, that's the way that we've had success as of late. So uh, we just got to keep that going here into the medal round. Well, you did have success uh, on a line with uh, Ratty as well with uh, you and uh, McDavid at the, end, at the end of the year. Of course, he's a right shot here with uh, Shen. He's a left shot and you guys are all natural centers. So uh, it's an interesting dynamic. Uh, how is uh, that work for you guys? Yeah, it's been good. I mean, he's a great player. Uh, obviously, he has a, he's had a lot of success already in his career. and uh, Hard worker. Um, he's a physical guy, so he creates space and stuff, and uh, highly skilled and a uh, great shot. So um, the other night when you get in the puck, he's going to put it in the net at the right time. So um, And it, it definitely helps that he's a, he's a good centerman. So if Connor gets kicked out and I can't go in or uh, there's three guys I can take face off, so it's it's nice to have that, and uh, we we found some chemistry now, and we just got to keep that going because usually you, you try to find your, your stride and you don't want to change too many things at this point in the tournament. Well, I know the focus is on winning a gold medal, but, uh, I mean, how important is it for you and uh, Connor just to continue to work on that chemistry and uh, maybe carry that over into uh, next season? Um, well, it's nice. Yeah, for sure. It's uh it's good to keep playing together. I think, uh, I mean, like you said, our, our focus right now is is winning, and uh, whoever we play, Finland or Switzerland, uh, I think uh, that's who we're going to be facing next game uh, in the semis. I mean, we just got to look forward to that. And um, but I mean, it definitely, uh, hopefully, will help build some chemistry for next season. And uh, but right now, I think it actually uh, is good that we finish off the year together because now we get to play together here, and we already are pretty familiar and comfortable with uh, playing with one another. Just on the whole uh, experience over there in uh, Denmark, Ryan, um, it seems like they like their hockey there in Denmark. Anything surprise you about uh, the people there and uh, just uh, the overall experience? Oh, it's been great. Yeah, no, we were in uh, um, a smaller town outside of uh, Herning where the tournament actually was. Uh, we were in uh, Silkeberg, so that was really, really neat town. Uh, pretty quiet, but uh, uh, very nice and uh, the people in Herning love hockey, and apparently that's the kind of a, the center for hockey around that area. So um, uh, the parades and the, just the atmosphere around the rink and, and during the game, especially we played Denmark uh, at a prime time uh, at the prime time on uh, one of those days, and the, the rink was just crazy. So it was a lot of fun and uh, had good good experiences so far. Especially I mean tonight was uh, again a good crowd and uh, a loud atmosphere. That's Ryan Nijan Hopkins enjoying his experience uh, with Team Canada in Denmark. Canada off to the semis now. They'll play either uh, Finland or Switzerland. It's 12.29. We'll take a time out for the 12.30 news with Eileen Bell. When we come back, Louis DeBrusque from NHL Hockey on Rogers.